Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Demme. I'm Cody Crane. How you doing, pal? Oh, you know, you know, this is a great day. Is it? Yeah. You know what? You convinced me. Well, I mean, at the time of recording this, yeah. uh, we found out that uh, Donald Trump uh, has COVID. Right. Um, the well, this will be, this will be old news by the time this comes out. Well, it'll be like a week. It'll be like a week old. Yeah. But, I mean, we'll still be talking about it. Like, uh -huh. we're going to be talking about this for a month of yeah. just the irony mm -hmm. of what's happened here. Right. And I... And we've already gotten a uh, negative review from America about being liberal on this podcast. So we're so, doubling down? Yeah, I think... All right, uh, we're doubling down. Well, if you remember, actually, like three years ago, we were nominated for Best Political Podcast. Yeah, well, you know what? We're going to get it again. Yeah, this is, this is us getting running towards getting political. it again. Yeah, you know what? Uh, elections. Yeah, <laughs> elections. Yeah. yeah, I I don't know when is the election. Uh, November fourth. Okay, so Early we're not November. Passing. I think we're so not passing that. No, so it'll be before that. Yeah. So yeah. we um we're we're hopeful. Well, well, we'll see what happens. I mean, if he really does get very sick or whatever, uh, you know, Cassie doesn't believe it. She thinks it's too convenient. I mean, she, she's like, I think he's just trying to get sympathy, but I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think there's always that concern. It mm -hmm. is weird because so many of his like supporters and everything are COVID deniers as well. And he's a yeah. COVID denier. So to do this is weird, but also I, you just can't trust anything that he says. Exactly. Well, my thing about it too, is if, if something does happen, I feel his base would just be like typical that's the liberals making him sick or offing him just because of right before the election. I feel like if he does like get too sick or, or, or something happens in the next bit, his base will spin it to make it something that was not his fault and was the liberals. I, I think my big concern is that he's going to, after like two days, he's going to say that he beat it and right. then be That's like, be Oh, I, I beat it. It was easy. Two days it, or whatever. It's no big deal. Yeah. You know, it's just a cold. It's yeah. not even the flu. It's it's Yeah, so I mean we can be excited for now, but I'm, I'm hesitant. But enough about that <laughs> asshole. It's not about him today. It's about our guest today. We got a Jonas Charlie here. Hi. What's up? Oh, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Embracing my favorite season, the season of autumn. Oh. Fall if we're keeping it casual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it is giving me life already. Oh, I mean, it's it's sweater weather. We got nice jackets and cool pants on. It's great. It is. I forty percent of my wardrobe is flannel, mm -hmm. and I cannot wear it any other time of the year. So I'm very excited to have access to yeah. that recess of my closet. <laughs> it is nice. Right. The snacks are great. Like I'm, I'm living. And I'm not biased because, well, okay, maybe I am biased because I was born in November, but mm. I swear that doesn't factor too heavily into things. <laughs> I, I feel like it, it's uh, fall, fall's my favorite season too, because I like the cool weather, mm -hmm. but it, it just catches you so far off guard. Like one day you'll just be wearing shirt, like a t-shirt and shorts, and then the next day you'll go out and now it's like permanently fall and I'm not prepared for it. It's a rough transition. It's a rough transition. Mother Nature does not even ask your permission to, to go from yeah. very hot to very cold. It just happens in a flash. And you just got to embrace it. My problem is, is when, it, when I've just gotten used to wearing pants again, and then it gets so hot that you go out ready for fall, and then it's summer for a day or two. Like happened last week. That that pissed me off. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that right now. Mother Nature, you you really pissed me off. You know that? <laughs> well, I don't need you uh, coming out here attacking a Jonas's favorite holiday. No, or, no, uh, no favorite holiday. You. No, I love fall. I'm yes, fall is a holiday now. Yeah. Okay, I'm yeah. declaring it. We should be celebrating. It is a jubilee of of three months for me. <laughs> Listen, don't get me wrong. I love the spiciness of the fall. I love the flavors, the smells. I love the weather. It is great. 
I'm just saying Mother Nature's got to quit tricking us. <laughs> All right. I mean, like that could be global warming's problem. Oh, that's true. Okay, well, global warming's got to quit tricking us. Maybe you should start recycling and put the blame on yourself. I do recycle. <laughs> um, <laughs> to go back into you, you're Adonis. For the folks that don't know, you're a uh, you're a comedian. You're an improviser. Um, you're currently uh, running a show, a Bad Dog live stream, a high tea. Um, yeah. How did you uh, get started into this life of entertainment? Oh my gosh, it was. In high school, the same uh, Pickering High School represent Durham Region. Nobody cares. <laughs> uh, the when I went uh, in like grade nine, the first year I was at the high school, it happened to be the first year that a new drama teacher was there, who had done like back in the day some training at Second City, and he was like, "I want to do improv at this high school," and I was like, "I want to do improv because I'd seen some of it like on." Like, who's lying? I was like, I want to do that. Um, So luckily, we came together and formed an improv troupe in high school. Uh, From there, completely knew that I never wanted to stop. So I kept doing it through high school, through university, started taking classes at uh, Bad Dog, uh, and just never stopped improvising since then. Yeah, that's how it started. What was the uh, big difference going from like uh, learning improv in high school to then going to like Bad Dog? Uh, Was there a lot of like, oh, okay, that stuff I didn't learn? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Oh, maybe this is getting too into the weeds to be interesting on a podcast. Uh, (laughs) But uh, we did just exclusively short form in high school, and Bad Dog has theater sports, the short form show, but it's mostly long form in their like classes so i only really started doing that once i started taking classes at bad dog Mm -hmm. and also um doing more improv improv here in the city itself Uh, so that was like a big difference between for me it was huge at the time yeah i i feel like i'm always impressed with like people that were learning improv in um high school because i feel like in my high school, we had an improv class and we had like an improv troupe, but we were like, we were so um, like encouraged to just be background pieces, to be like a tree and a rock. And, like, <laughs> and, I, and I feel like I was like, is that an experience that other people are getting? Are people being taught well in high school about this? Well, I, do you have a good tree impression now, though? That sounds like a valuable skill. Yeah, I'm blowing in the wind. Like, you'll, you'll see me. When I hop on stage, I am setting the scene. <laughs> really set him up for a career in background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> set deck, but... <laughs> yeah, it's too bad that uh, The Lord of the Rings was already filmed, because I could have been one of those walking trees, I swear. It'd be perfect. Um, how has it been right now for you uh, during these like weird times for comedy? I know there's a lot of like Zoom shows and you're doing the Zoom live show mm-hmm. as well weekly. Um, how, how has that been for you? I've been enjoying it a lot, like bubbling, being able to do comedy and then immediately take my pants off afterwards and go <laughs> to bed is uh, a privilege that I we should not take for granted. <laughs> um, and bubbling in general, it's been, I feel like I've been learning a lot about how to like bubble effectively. Yeah. Like I live with my partner and I have a close friend downstairs and we're like the core of my bubble. And we just got in the car and went down to Algonquin Park um, and went hiking in peak, this is peak fall color uh, weekend right now. We just mm-hmm. went and it was a perfect activity that didn't need anything outside the bubble right so I, I feel like it was something really cool and like fulfilling to do that 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 being in quarantine doesn't take away from in fact it kind of makes it even more it kind of adds to it in a way um yeah it's yeah it's a challenge but i think um i had this weird period of isolation isolation just before two as I uh, did an internship in the Netherlands doing data science, doing a study on 
muscles, wow. which is a hard <laughs> pivot in the story, <laughs> in the narrative I'm telling right now. Um, but I went to University of Waterloo for environmental science. Uh, and I just graduated in quarantine. It was very weird. Virtual convocation. Don't go. Um, right. <laughs> not that I don't know if you're in school right now. Whatever. <laughs> um, I, I went to the Netherlands for four months and did no comedy whatsoever there. I wasn't even like in a city like Amsterdam. I was in a town called Middleburg, which is just as like nonchalant as it sounds. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, I had not like personally isolated. I was living in like this house with 11 other people, but culturally it was, it was isolated and I wasn't doing any comedy at the time. So I kind of felt prepared for the mentality of the moment that we're experiencing now, Mm -hmm. you know, that was a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, And this was, uh, sorry, this was during COVID or uh, pre COVID just before this was last year, September to December. Right. Okay. So like, that's the big thing. Like, and it does kind of, uh, uh, resemble that in a way of like moving to a new, like uh city or, uh, whatnot and being in this uh, area where you don't know anyone and you are isolated like that. So this is kind of like, uh, that in a way, but it must be so much more relieving to, uh, be living with your uh, partner and have that, uh, bubble now. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely, feels good and I am particularly talking about living with a partner I am very impressed at how little we've argued up until this point which I think is a very good sign um so yeah yeah I feel like uh bubbling for me is going pretty well yeah I mean we uh we're in a four-bedroom apartment so Mm -hmm. we we have like uh, two other roommates as well, and that uh, we fight constantly. We hate them. Yeah, we, ah. well, we do play a lot of board games, and people <laughs> oh, get no. heated at these board games. But like, we're not fighting with each other. They don't last past the board game. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. One of our roommates gets pretty heated at losing at these things. I think Colin's been getting worse and worse lately. Yeah, he's maybe maybe it's starting to take the toll. He's reaching a breaking point, I think. This this fear of a second wave is going to make yeah. someone break. It's going to be one game of Uno away from him just <laughs> us. Uno's definitely the game to set yeah. people off. Uno and Monopoly. Yeah, yeah we played Monopoly. And... Yeah, there's a lot of Monopoly going on at this house. He he won, though, that one, didn't he? The last time we played? Uh, He might have. He lost last night, and he was going wild. Oh, yeah, but he won the one we played. Yeah, I mean, like, you got to win one eventually. I'm just saying, though, he can't get that mad because he did win. Yeah, I. He monopolized us. I am never going to stand up for uh, his <laughs> anger and saying that it's rational. I'm, I'm not standing up for it. I'm saying that he shouldn't be angry because he did win. I'm saying he's wrong. And, Colin, if you're listening, you're wrong. Well, there you go. There you go. That was a little public service announcement for him. <laughs> What's the um have you been doing a lot of comedy shows over Zoom other than uh, high tea of course? Yeah, I've done a couple. I just did um Becky Johnson has a show with Brandon Hackett called Spooky Uki Uki, which is like this oh. uh well, I guess kind of in the same vein <laughs> as this very show. We know uh, when our concept's listen, been stolen. Are we yeah. gonna have to have, <laughs> have to have a chat with these guys? <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yeah. Either Sue or co-brand. You know, we don't know yeah. what it is yet. Uh, well, we might do both. <laughs> we'll co-brand Sue. Why not? <laughs> um, it's like a public access TV show where they they play these vampires who who are like the heads of this living co-op, and every okay. guest who comes on the show is like in a different room of this co-op, and they just do their bit, but it's all like in this big manner. Right. And um, it's a very fun, uh, very relevant show for the times we're in. And by times, I mean October and not anything else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, the spookiest it, one. Yeah, no one wants to live in a co-op now because then you're, you'll just be spreading disease. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I guess that is spooky, so it makes sense. That is true. Plague is very, very in the spooky vein, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. 
Well, uh, let's uh, continue on this uh, spooky train here and ask you, do you believe in ghosts? I definitely believe in presences. I don't know what... I think I'm a little disenchanted with the idea of ghosts because the media, the the constant depiction of ghosts, I feel is a little bit, you know, I don't know if I can believe in that. Yeah. Creative liberties have been taken. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And if, if, if we are to believe that ghosts are just like random dudes walking with a sheet over their heads, then I don't know if I believe in that. (laughs) Some yeah. specter, maybe. I'm more inclined <laughs> to believe that all the ghosts that people see are just some dude wearing a sheet. <laughs> For me, that is more believable than anything else. That's, that's scarier. That's a lot of breaking and entering. <laughs> I feel like it's just like some underground club of guys who's just like, hey, you want to be ghosts for a day? <laughs> But uh, to go uh, further into yours, you were thinking uh, like a specter is what you believe in, or like yeah. almost energy-based kind of thing? Maybe energy, some malicious energy. I can tell you right now, this apartment that I'm in is haunted. Really? It is haunted. We are trying to leave. It is, it's, it's spooked. It is spooked, this, this apartment. Yeah. That, how, how so? There, are, there have been issues we have had that can only be explained by the supernatural. Um, I had this whole saga where we were in the bedroom and we have a washing machine in the bathroom and the, uh, it's like just behind the door. We were doing a load of laundry and this one time it's never happened before or since the washing machine just aggressively jumped like five feet forwards. And it's like a really heavy machine and it just completely blocked the bathroom door somehow. So when we would try to open the door, it would hit the washing machine and we were locked out of the bathroom for an entire day. I am going to out us here. We did have to pee in the sink and it was uncomfortable. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if this, this ghoul, this specter is trying to harm us, but I think it is trying to humiliate us. For sure. Yeah, it's wor- it's working at that. I don't know. I just think you're trying to hide the fact that you were trying to make an excuse to pee in the no sink. No way. No, I'm not. <laughs> what? Who wants to pee in the sink? As cool and novel as an experience that would be, and how dope that would be to tell other people, I would never pee in the sink. What? But, you know, it's it's uh, it's thrilling and uh, different. You know, something about that tabooness of it. Well, this is the worst time to uh, be, you know, <laughs> uh, well, any time is the worst time to be in the mm. sink, but this is the worst time to uh, be living in a haunted place. Like you're saying you're trying to get out of it, but you have to be inside so much more right now. And it would be almost impossible to uh, rent elsewhere. Mm-hmm. That's the struggle. So we just have to live with these these minor discretions, these minor hauntings until I don't even, well, we don't know when, but for now. Yeah. It starts with you having to pee in the sink. I don't even want to know where it ends. It's probably a prank ghoul and you'll just play more pranks. Uh, Maybe put your hand in a bowl of warm water. So you pee your pants. Mm. Well, at least you didn't get locked in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. That would be, I don't. It wouldn't be the worst room to get to be locked in, though, in my opinion, yeah, because yeah. I'm locked in the bathroom. Okay, I have a toilet. Mm-hmm. I have a sink. If the something terribly should go wrong with the toilet, yep. I have a tub. I can take a nice, relaxing bath. Wait for help to arrive. Mm-hmm. Um, bathroom, not the worst room for me to be locked in. No, I don't think they can slide uh, fruit roll-ups under the door to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or thin crust pizza depending how big the gap is yeah any flatbread really goes That's right on there i think it'd be great <laughs> yeah I, I don't know i guess i would have an excuse to clean my bathroom more yes i would be yeah. a really thorough cleaning in there you might you might uh get lightheaded from all the chemical fumes well i also would worry about that yeah that's a good point like because sometimes when you're like scrubbing the tub or whatever you immediately need to lie down (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) so yeah (laughs) i've uh 
uh, to go back into this, uh, have you had other paranormal experiences in your life, like when you were younger too? Or? I have had some spooky things. Yeah, some haunted dolls. Some haunted dolls that I know for sure were moving on their own. Um, my my sister used to tell this scary story about this doll named Annie, which would like. Now that I'm thinking about it, does the story make sense? <laughs> no, the doll wasn't named Annie. The, the I don't know what the doll's name was, but the the character in the story's name was Annie, and the doll was gifted to her by like a member of the family that passed. And one night the doll would, uh, yeah, the doll was moving around at night. Uh, sorry, I'm legit. I'm just legitimately remembering this now. Um, <laughs> the doll was moving around at night. So they got rid of the doll. But then one night, a few weeks later, Annie heard from outside just a creepy voice. Annie, I'm on your lawn. So <laughs> Annie checked, opened the window to check her lawn. Um, couldn't see anything. Went back to bed. But then a few minutes later heard, Annie, I'm at your front door. I think you can already see where the pattern is yeah. going. I think yeah, Annie gets murdered by this doll who creepily eventually walks up to her and, you know, slaps her in the face with a knife or something. <laughs> just knife slap. <laughs> the classic just, knife just slap. Just a classic <laughs> a doll wielding a knife. <laughs> a good old knife slap. Um, and that story would freak me out. And I don't, I, I think it was my sister moving my personal things around, but who's to say I could be haunted by the very doll had claimed Annie's life. True. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like your sister was terrorizing you here, like you uh, telling you this story and then just moving, moving your personal your... items. Yeah. It was very rude. I think she herself is haunted. She's very, very spooky. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> mm-hmm. You think uh, that maybe um, Annie possessed or, or the doll possessed your sister? I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it one bit. <laughs> Well, I have a, a couple of uh, Halloween would-you-rathers here for you. Ooh, love it. Mm -hmm. uh, our regular website uh, says currently unavailable, so I found a new one. Um, and what we have here is, uh, would you rather go to hell <laughs> or become a ghost and haunt anyone you want? <laughs> I, I mean... Um, what? Eternal torture or hanging out? Okay, let's get into this though. <laughs> so, what? I mean, what, what kind of hell are we talking here? Um, and, yeah, yeah. I think we're talking about just like uh, demons and uh, torture. Like, I mean, it, it sounds like this is the easiest choice. I well, think. Yeah, like, I don't I, think I don't think there is a good hell. <laughs> yeah then i don't understand there has to be like i don't know how okay I, sorry i'm struggling to understand the function of this would you rather question why would anyone <laughs> choose hell maybe uh some people uh like being poked with sharp sticks and things and fire <laughs> well you know when like people ask you something just to um agree with you on it like yeah oh, yeah i would choose that one too I feel mm -hmm. like that's what every would you rather right. is on this one. Oh yeah, you're the same as me. Yep. It's like, <laughs> it's like but you hate Hitler, right? <laughs> right? We agree on that, right? <laughs> okay, my question for hell then, is the devil hot? Like is he is it a hot devil? I'm trying to spice oh, like, hell up to make it seem Oh yeah. Like a it's got to be devil. It's yeah. got to be tempting. It's got to be temptation to him. Yeah. But you can never touch. Yeah. Never touch. Oh, that's that, that's, that's just another you, ah, God, another level of torture. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm a ghost then. This hell sucks if I can't touch the devil. What? <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like because 
you have so much freedom. It's it's basically like you can be a ghost, haunt whoever you want, go around, have a good time, or like just take your chances on hell, which I've only ever heard is bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I okay, I I want okay, here's my full answer to this question then. I would become a ghost and then haunt the ghost haunting this apartment. Oh, mm. a double haunting. Mm-hmm. Double hauntandra. <laughs> double entendre there you go um, here's, here's another one for you uh, would you rather be visited by the pool monster from are you afraid of the dark I don't know if I know the pool monster from are you afraid of the dark I don't think I do either me neither or the creepy lady from scary stories to tell in the dark maybe this isn't a good one I don't know either of these things oh I think I do know that one the creepy lady. I'm trying to think because I've seen the movie, the new movie, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, but I don't know if there was a creepy lady in those movies or if mm. it was just in the books. It's been so long since I've read them, and I don't, I don't remember. The Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, that's the one with the vividly terrifying drawings, right? Yeah. yeah. I'll take a pool monster. I live in this apartment. There's no pool anywhere near me. I don't know how it's going to get up here, but I'll take that pool monster. Yeah, just like uh, drop that pool monster in Christy Pitts yeah, or you something. Know how you get rid of the pool monster? <laughs> Drain the pool. Is that how you do it? Where's the monster going to live? Well, in the bottom of the pool. I the pool's so. empty and it just flop around. Well, I don't know. I don't take know. Take a fish out of water. It's not very strong. I don't know what the deal with this pool monster is. I don't know. It sounds like bullshit to me. Um, <laughs> all right. I got it. I got another one here that we can be more decisive with. I think, mm-hmm. uh, would you rather be a millionaire, but never be able to watch horror movies again or work 20 hours a week for the rest of your life, but retain the ability to watch horror movies whenever <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> work 20 hours a week and be able to watch horror movies forever that is the second half yeah <laughs> so have a million dollars <laughs> did it say a million do- or be a millionaire oh be a millionaire so yeah multiple so millions multiple dollars. millions of dollars and you just don't have to watch horror movies that's that's so easy that's a layup i'll take that one <laughs> i don't watch many horror movies really anyway I mean, also, like, only working because you have to work 20 hours a week. I feel like I need to work more than that. No, you're only allowed that. <laughs> I'm only allowed to be <laughs> to work less and make yeah. less, too. Yeah. But I get all the horror movies I want. There's so much like subtext under that 20 hours a week. I, I think what it's <laughs> saying, though, I, I think it's saying only ha- you only have to work 20 hours and you can make enough money. I think that's the implication of it. He's like, would you rather be a millionaire and you can never watch horror movies or you, you only have to work 20 hours a week and you can watch them? I guess. I, I don't know. I don't know. These stink. Millionaire. <laughs> millionaire. I don't need to watch Midsommar. That, yeah. <laughs> that movie sucked anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I hated okay. that movie. It was so bad. Yeah. 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 It, <laughs> aesthetically, nice. great. Everything in like plot, storyline, character, and anything else, dog shit. Wait, what, what, what? You don't like unlikable people dying <laughs> for no reason? Yeah, for no reason. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I uh, I do like horror movies, but I I would rather be a millionaire. I think <laughs> I'd rather be a millionaire. Yeah, I guess this is just a who wants to be a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> But with that, we got our own story to tell. We Ooh. all drew positions beforehand. Uh, Jonas, what did you draw? I drew the narrator. Aha. Uh-huh. So the narrator means that you're going to be leading this story. For that, we're going to go to canigeta.com. But should we, should we uh, say what you and I drew first? Yeah, we'll save the yeah, we'll come uh, right back to that. narrator prompt for the end. Um, I drew the swing. I have no responsibility within the story. Uh, I can do whatever I want. And uh, that means that I have the celebrity 
All right. So with the celebrity, I go to a random celebrity generator. It's going to give Damien four options. Mm -hmm. At some point in the story, that celebrity will have to appear, not stricken to that character, of course. And your options, Damien, are... Uh, uh, Daniel Boone. Uh, okay. Is he the coonskin hat guy? Uh, I think so. Walt Whitman. Okay. Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> and Danielle Steele. Okay. So we got three old white guys. And does she do... Are hers like uh, mystery novels? I think. Well, we can find that out for you. I think she. I think she's like a mystery novel writer. I'm afraid for you. I have no. The most familiar I am with these people is Thomas Jefferson, and that's exclusively by name. I don't know what you're yeah. gonna do with it. Uh, Walt Whitman. He's a poet and writer. He was. Uh, you remember wow. in Breaking Bad? They talked about him, and the book is how Hank found out that uh, Walt was was the uh, the thing. The the guy who does meth making. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And Danielle Steele is a romance Oh, novelist. romance novelist. Okay. Well, shit. Well, uh, I feel like you know a lot more about these four people than... I know who they are. <laughs> that's, that's about it. So where it goes from there, we'll find out in a little bit. I'm not sure where I'm going to go even <laughs> All right. Uh, so... Oh, geez, that sucks. All right, so we're, for the narrator, we're going to go to canigeta.com for a location, a relationship, or a word. So you can choose one of these, and we will randomly gener generate a uh, suggestion to get the story started. Ooh. So which would you like? Could I get a word? Word. Baseball. Baseball. Mm -hmm. All right, the spooky baseball with uh, one of those people. Um, I don't know Th Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson. I guess. Right. I don't know. <laughs> Jonas, start the story ever you would like. Once upon a time, high on a hill, was a spooky, spooky co-op. Yes, this man or this building was one with many rooms made to house many people. On this cloudy night, a van drives up the road that twists and twirls around this hill, followed by another van. And as they park, turn off their headlights, and as the dim lights of the co-op shine down upon the two vans, the doors open and 12 dudes barrel out of the vans with boxes. It appears they're moving in. Hey, boys, we're finally moving in together. Isn't this great? Uh, quick, 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 come in, come in, all of you. What? Yeah. Uh, it's going to rain soon. You got to come in. Okay. Uh, Your whole family? Uh, yeah, we're just a family of, of bros. Uh, oh, 12 dudes living in a place together. Yeah, man, we got Brett, we got Chet, we got Fred, we got Ned, we got Ted, you know the rest. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. We're all here. Don't forget Daniel. Oh, Daniel. Daniel. How, how can we forget you? Oh, you guys. You, these guys are the best. Yeah, that's why we're moving in together. So, uh, uh, who are you? Uh, like, I'm, I'm the keeper. I'm the keeper of this estate. Oh. I, I, is that bothersome to you? Well, I mean, I thought this was our place. Well, yes, but every estate needs a keeper. All right, well, geez, just don't make it weird, okay? Who's going to show you the ins and the outs? Well, show us now. Where's my room? Yeah, yeah, where's my room? 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 Okay. Uh, Where's yes. my room? I'm not even with these guys. I just came for the room. Okay, okay. Everyone's going to get their room. Don't you worry. I will show each and every one of you your rooms. Chet, Brett, Daniel, 
uh, was there Steven? I don't know. Fred. Yeah, et cetera, et There's cetera. no Steven. There was never a Steven. I'm Steven. Oh, wait, that's Steven. <laughs> Hi. Okay, okay, yes, yes, yes. I'll show you to your rooms. Just please come out, come inside. It's about to rain. All right, where should we put our boxes? I stack them inside, right by the front door. Okay, I guess. Well, we can deal with them after. You don't have to be holding them while I give you the tour, do okay. you? Well, we can bring them to our rooms, but I guess we'll leave them at the door. No one's going to take them. <laughs> no, no one better touch my stuff. I don't like it when people touch my stuff and move it around. It's crazy scary to me. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of delicate things in here, and if they get moved, it could break, and then if they break, I'll be very upset. Well, yes, no one's And I'll gonna, cry. No one's gonna break your stuff. They might add a little something in there. Oh, well, that's okay, then. Yeah, I like presents. Okay, yes. Now let me show you your rooms. Okay. Right over here, uh, this one may look like a basement, but it's um, it's a two-bedroom down there. So, is it a basement, or does it just look like a basement? Well, uh, uh, why don't the two of you go down there? No, no, no. It's a simple question. Is it a basement, or does it just look like a basement? Um, uh, Chet and Brett, I believe this is your room. Just head down there. Dude, you never answer the question. <laughs> is uh, this a basement? To be honest, every room in this place has looked like a basement. So you got some explaining. You know what, Chet, let's just go. Yeah, let's just, just go. Is this uh, a basement co-op? No, 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 no. It, of course, it is in all technicality a basement, but... There are apartments in basements, and since there is such a large number of you tonight, I needed to make these into rooms. So it's a basement. Well, completely finished. Okay, that's good enough for Chet. And who else was living in this one? Brett. And Brett, okay. Chet, Brett. Yeah, yeah. Yo, what's up? Let's get in this basement. Let's get cozy. Please. I got my comforter. I got my ottoman. That's it. <laughs> I got my Santa candles and my onesie. Yes. Just right down the stairs there. You'll see a light when you get down. Oh, we got to go down in the dark? Well, of course. Chet. I'm scared of the I'm dark. I'm scared of the dark, too. Oh, no. Well, I mean, you should just... Whoop, uh, uh. Lock the door. Okay, next room. Hey, why did you lock the door on them? Well, uh, I want them to have their privacy. Guys, what do you think about that? You think this guy's on the level? Hey, Fred here. I don't like this guy, but I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, you said it, Fred. I want my room. Let's get our rooms, and then we'll worry about this weirdo. Okay, uh, next room. Is it my room? Yes, Stephen. Oh, boy. I see you, Stephen, a man of luxury. Yes, well, you're... that's why I'm living in a co-op. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to love this one, Stephen. This is where we keep our most expensive painting. Why does it look like a basement? Well, is this a basement too? It's just that, yes, it is. Okay. On the, on the second floor? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. It, in fact, everything is almost underground, mm. except for the attic, of course. Oh. But you, Stephen, yeah. go down there, check out your new painting. The room comes with it. Hang it wherever you'd like. It's just placed underneath the mop bucket. The painting is underneath the mop bucket? Well, yes, we needed to make sure the mop bucket didn't just roll away. I don't know, Steven sounds pretty suspicious. I'm so glad that you're my friends now, even though I don't know you people. But thank you for your concern. I will go look at my painting under the mop bucket now. <laughs> and whoop, oh, luck, clank. <laughs> 
Oh no, the bucket fell over and rolled away under the bed. I told you, leave the painting under it so it doesn't roll away. Ah, no worries. It's I his can't problem reach now. It. It's fine. It's fine. Just hey, uh, Fred here still. Where's my room? Okay, Fred, well, come with me. You seem like uh, uh, the type of person that would uh, need a fridge in their room. Hey, Ted, oh, yes. Hey, Ted, can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> yeah, I'm Ted. <laughs> I feel like this uh, seeing all our rooms thing is getting pretty tedious. What say you we just go up in and pick our own room before this old geezer guy can push us in and lock the door. Yeah, I've been noticing that, and I'm mildly concerned, but I'm sure we'll go back to it eventually. <laughs> he can't stop us. I brought my football. And I brought my golf club. Yeah, nobody could stop the power of sports. Hey, wasn't there two more of you a second ago? No. Okay. Oh. No. <laughs> oh, suspicious. But I'll go back to your rooms then. So all of these boys, these sporty, sporty dudes, find themselves in rooms that all somehow look like basements. They settle in, and as they tuck themselves in for a nice night, they realize some spooky shenanigans start happening. Hey, Ted, stop, uh, stop scratching the walls. <laughs> Ted here, I can't help it. I haven't cut my fingernails in four <laughs> weeks. Which isn't that long to not cut fingernails, but for mine, just grow exponentially fast. That's true. Here, I'll look for the clippers. Uh, not in here. Not in this drawer. Oh, no, Ted. The nail clippers, they're gone. <gasps> Someone moved the nail clippers. What the heck? Under the bed, Teddy. Ned, Ned, did you hear that? Hear what? I didn't hear nothing. Look under the bed, Teddy. Ned, if you're, if you're playing a prank on me, you got to tell me right now, because I'm hearing a creepy voice telling me to look under the bed, and it, it's got to be you, right? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just trying to find the nail clippers. I can't hear a thing. The nail clippers are under the bed, Teddy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Ted, shaking, quivering with fear, creeps towards the bed. The underside so dark, nothing can be seen. He sticks his head under and slowly, slowly nudges himself under the bed. Give me your hands, Teddy. <laughs> Creepy voice. You're lucky that I really need a manicure right now. Otherwise, I'd be out of this co-op. But here you go. Here's my hand. Your nails are coming off, Teddy. You have no more nails, Teddy. No, that's too short. I don't like it this short. Ah! Ned, uh, Ted rips his hand out from under the bed. And with it, his whole body, slowly he goes up to Ned, raises that, his hand. That, oh, oh, my God, your nails, they're so short. They're, they're way too short. How are you supposed to get stickers off of packages? How am I supposed to, to wedge my nail under those pop cans to open my favorite Sprite? You're never going to get a can of Sprite. You're never going to get a can of Sprite open. No, don't tell me I won't get another can of Sprite. You're never going to open one again. No, don't tell me that. Sprite's my favorite drink. It's the, it's the only thing I like to drink. You'll have to drink it from a bottle. <laughs> Over by the closet, Ned. What? Come over to the closet, Ned. Okay. Ned creeps towards the closet. It's ornate, old-fashioned, and very, very large. Put your arms in the shirts. <laughs> okay, I guess. I guess I'll just listen to you strange voice. 
I don't have the inhibitions that my friends do. <laughs> Hope. Ah. Oh. This is a nice sweater. Oh. Your arm is mine now. Ned. Oh, no. Back over to bed. Go to bed. Go to bed. Oh, no, I only got one arm. They cut my arm too short. Your arms are way too short, man. No, I can't open a, can a bottle of Sprite. <laughs> no, dude, we're screwed. Oh, jeez. What am I going to do? I'll have to learn to use my feet like a monkey. Hmm. The next morning, the boys, the sporty, sporty boys, reconvene in the large kitchen of the co-op, having each experienced their own spooky shenanigan. Dad, when I put the shoe on, it cut my shoes, my, well, my feet too short, and now I just got a stump. Yeah, when I put the hat on, it cut my hair way too short. Now I'm fully bald. And when I put on the underwear, it, oh, <laughs> I don't want to say because it's embarrassing. Dude, you have to say. We're all sharing here. It's a sharing circle. Oh, well, they just cut the tip a little bit. <laughs> Dude, that sucks. Yeah, now I got really short pubes. Did everyone have a nice slumber? Objectively, no. Oh. I slept great. Oh, wow, Steven. Yes. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah, I had a good sleep with no interruptions. Nobody yelled at me from a closet or under the bed. And I didn't put anything on because I sleep in the nude. <laughs> Very good, Stephen. You, you boys could learn a lot from Stephen if you want to keep your bits. That's right. The first thing you do when you get in your room is you strip down and throw all your clothes in a pile in the corner. And then you dance around with your little bits flopping about and then you jump under the covers and you go, ooh, I'm cozy and you fart. Is that what we have to do <laughs> to be safe in this co-op? Well, if it makes you feel any better, I built you all another brother. <laughs> A 13? Mm -hmm. Man, I thought 12 was good, but 13... That could be even better. Well, he's the luckiest of all of you because he has each and every one of your best body parts. <gasps> Meet Ryan. This a man, a sporty, sporty man stumbles in to the large kitchen with body parts configured into this single man each looking different from the last different skin tones different well you know you you can imagine it he stumbles in and with a warbled voice says bro wow ryan's so cool i hope he'll be my friend football i don't yeah, I'm not hungry, but sure. No, don't eat. Oh, dude. I don't know. This bro seems pretty bro-y. Yeah, he's... But is he sporty? Let's see. Hey, Ryan, catch. Huh? He catches the ball and throws it immediately back, taking off the head of uh, <laughs> Rick. Whoa, Rick's got a baseball for a head now. That's pretty cool. That's dope. He's, a, he's 40. He's 40. I like baseball. You see, with Ryan, not only is he the perfect version of all of you, but he's very good at baseball. Oh, yes, he's very good at baseball. In fact... I gave him a little special baseball that I got back in the day at a flea market. Yes, they said that this thing was cursed. 
I said to them, no way. I love cursed items. And they said to me, oh, it'll make you very strong. When you throw this baseball, it could take off someone's head. Is Ryan perfect? And that's why you left me alone? Because I'm perfect already? Uh, yeah. All of your body parts were too perfect I for Ryan. I knew it. You couldn't <laughs> clip one away because then it would be too perfect. Yeah. I get it. I'm Steven. Too perfect. I'm going to my room to watch movies now. Anyone want to come? Okay. Just me then. Okay, but if you want to come, I'll be waiting, watching. I'll pause it. Bros, are we not even slightly outraged, upset that Rick got his head blasted off by a baseball? It's how Rick would have wanted to go, to be honest. That's true. That is true. But this new Ryan guy, I'm, I'm a little scared of him, to be honest. What if he goes throwing that baseball around, knocking all of our heads off? That's right. Then none of us will have heads. And then he'd have a bunch of heads to choose from. He could swap them out day after day. That does not sound like a fun thing for me. I'm scared, guys. Wait a minute. Maybe it would be a fun thing for us. Because then we could all be Ryan. That? Bro, I knew you graduated college for a reason. Yeah. That's smart. And listen, if we're all Ryan, we only have to pay taxes once. Oh, my God, dude. And then only one of us has to get a girlfriend. Oh, oh my God. But wait, wait, wait. But, I mean, we sporty boys, we are a soccer team, a basketball team, and a baseball team. We can't be a baseball team with, as just one dude, right? Bro, army of one. Hey, Ryan, hold this. Hold this ball. Okay. I'm just going to take a few steps back. <laughs> Ryan, hey, throw, hit, me, hit me with your best shot. Throw that ball over here. <laughs> and Brett's head explodes. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Ryan, don't throw it that hard. You just got to knock them off so you could wear the heads later. You don't want to blow them up. Where the heads? Yeah, like, rotate through them. Okay, do me next. Do me. His head blows up. <laughs> all right, all right. Can you... Uh... Are you guys making popcorn? I heard some popping. You guys are coming to watch movies with me? Yes, they're all coming, Stephen. Okay. Now, if you boys want to play baseball and have Ryan explode all your heads, please do it outside. I can't have it all over my living room. Well, how many of us are left? Hey, it's me, Ted here. We got about one, two, three, four, ten of us left, which is still enough. Maybe not enough for a basketball team, but we could still do like... Wait, yeah, yeah, we could probably do a fair basketball team with that amount, yeah. Oh, wait, there's nine of us left, because three had two exploded, one knocked off. Oh, true. But if we're including Ryan, then yes, there is. Ryan's three. part of the bro. <laughs> That's true, there is. Ryan's three. a bro. You're right. I'm sorry, Ryan, I didn't mean to forget you, bro. Don't forget Ryan. <laughs> oh. His head falls off, but is intact. Dude. <laughs> Ryan did it. That you did, Ryan. That you did. Hey, the guys, the movies. I can't keep it paused much. Hey, where are your heads? He walks in to see everybody's heads on the floor. Ryan is walking around, scooping all the heads into his arms like a big old collection. You weren't making popcorn at all, were you? You lied to me. To Steven. 
honestly, Stephen, you need to stop berating poor Ryan over here. He just did what everyone wanted him to do. Ryan, except you, Ryan that wasn't very nice. You said you were making popcorn and we're going to come watch movies, but instead you blew up people's heads with a baseball, and that's not nice. Ryan never once said that. I'm pretty sure Ryan has only said, I'm Ryan, I like baseball. <laughs> it's Ryan, been very limited wording. Ryan, you're a rude boy. His verbiage isn't that strong. Ryan, you're not a good friend either. Uh, whoa, don't come out attacking Ryan like that. Ryan, all you care about is your blow-up baseball, and that's not nice. All right, Ryan. Do you want to come watch Oliver and Company with me now? Ryan loves Oliver. Well, okay, you, you've friggin' That's the only movie I've showed him so far, and he loved it. You knew how to pull on his heartstrings. Hey, hey, Ryan, it seems like this old co-op guy is pushing you around. Do you want to live your life? Someone else's servant? No, I gave Ryan life. The lumbering Ryan ponders to himself and starts to get emotional. That emotion turns to rage as he picks up the baseball and starts winding up his arms, aiming generally in the direction of the keeper. Oh, Ryan, 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 what are you doing? Ryan, no, Ryan, please. No, <laughs> no Ryan, Ryan, no, 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 no. He throws the ball. The ball whips through the air, narrowly missing the keeper's head. Oh, Ryan, that was a close one. You don't do that to daddy. <laughs> All right, Ryan, now no movie for you. And Steven, yes. lock yourself in your room. Oh. Lay in your mop bucket. Okay. The night it's under the bed. I can't reach it. <laughs> you better reach it because the can't. night is over for you. My arms are too short. That's why I can't play basketball. And that's why we didn't want any of your limbs. Oh. I thought you said I was perfect. Mm. Is that a lie too? Mm. Oh, I'm gonna go lie down now. Mm-hmm. Later on in the night, Stephen is lying down watching Oliver and Company. Is this correct? That's correct. <laughs> Thank you, Stephen. He hears a solemn knock, a sullen knock on the door. Knock, knock, knock. Go away. I'm trying to watch Oliver and Company again. Stephen, it what? me, Ryan. Ryan, you finally came to watch the movie? Come on in, please. Uh, Ryan enters the door, uh, <laughs> tears dry on his face, holding in one hand a baseball and in the other a collection of eight heads. Oh, Ryan. You silly goose, you knocked all their heads off. Me didn't want to do it. It was for Keeper. Listen, Ryan, sometimes you gotta break away from Dad and say, No, Dad, I won't knock heads off for you anymore. I'm my own man now. I'm Ryan. That's what you have to say to him. And then you say, I'm the Dad now. And then you put on the slacks of Dadhood. Okay, I will repeat what you just said. Okay, good. Do you want to watch the movie after? I'll keep it paused for you. Stephen, I need... Ryan, me, me need help. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I'll, I'll put it on pause and we'll both come back together. Okay, we find Keeper, me do emotional outpouring and then blast his head with baseball. Oh, well, I guess that would be good, because then we wouldn't have to pay him rent. So good thinking, Ryan. Ryan and Steven (laughs) creep through the house, looking for the keeper, trying to get him the justice, serve him the justice that should be enacted on him. Hello? The keeper. Hello? Hello, Mr. Keeper? Daddy? Um... I've got this month's rent for you. Uh, what's, what's the ruckus out there? Oh, I knew that would get him uh, coming out, Ryan. Now go ahead. You tell him what's what. Me no like blowing heads up. 
Oh, that's fine, Ryan. You've already done enough tonight. You don't have to blow anyone else's head up. You made me to blow up head. Well, yeah, but I rewarded you. Look at this. Come in, come in. I, I sewed us some matching uh, pajamas. Don't be swayed by his pajamas, Ryan. We, you can make your own pajamas, or you can even buy your own from the store when you're the daddy. Oh, no. Ryan, favorite clothes, pajamas. Ryan, no, don't be swayed by his so evil So soft, words. so cozy. I even uh, put Oliver from your favorite movie on them. Oliver and company. Oh, well, looks like Stephen lost another friend <laughs> to pajamas again. Well, yeah, and Ryan, if you don't mind, just blast Steven's head off for me. And what? Well, we'll get in these pajamas. You blast his head off, and then we'll we'll have a nice night. Why, Steven, me best friend? Oh, you, you really mean that, Ryan? Me never had friend like Steven wow. who watch Oliver and Company with. We haven't even watched it yet. Well, Ryan, it's a little hurtful because you watched it with me uh, earlier, but uh, it's fine. Listen, you, know, you can't it's be fine. friends with um, your dad. That's weird. Your no. dad, you're not friend. Uh, okay, okay, I get it. Ryan, you're a little bit confused right now. You know that daddy loves you and that daddy just wants the best for you, right? What do you want from me? I want you to be my son and we can run this co-op together. I want to give this to you one day. All of this, it'll be yours. Dad or Stephen. Daddy or Stephen. Ryan, think of it this way. If you, if you stay with him, you'll have to live in his old stinky house forever and do whatever he says, and then he'll give you his stinky old house, and then you'll have to be the stinky old houseman instead of making your own destiny and being Ryan. You'll be Keeper Junior, KJ. Uh, 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 Ryan winds up his arms with a baseball, spinning it in a fashion unseen at a speed wow. so fast he can barely tell he's moving his arm even. Wait, Ryan, 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 wait. <gasps> I can do it, Ryan, I believe. I, I, I'm pregnant. Huh? <laughs> well, what? Well, of, of sorts. I, I, you've been collecting these other heads, and I took more uh, body parts, and I've made more brothers for you. So of sorts, I'm pregnant because I made you more, ch more children for me and more siblings for you. <laughs> uh, in through the door walks a torso with feet at the bottom and fingernails coming out of the armholes. <laughs> and... Along with it, just a parade of these, these misfigured bodies walk in and surround Ryan. And they crowd around him as though they're trying to hug him. Ryan, Ryan, we love you, Ryan. Now listen, Ryan, I know what you're thinking, Ryan, but we are your this is awful. <laughs> Ryan, we are yeah, your brothers. I used the good body parts on you already, so I, I had to make do and still make you multiple siblings. Ryan, hold my hands, please, Ryan. Oh, God, this is a monstrosity. But Ryan, just know that you're the only one I gave the magic baseball to. <gasps> Ryan, you don't this. need that baseball to be magic. You're magic yourself. Oh. <laughs> Ryan throws the baseball harder than you've ever seen anyone throw right through the ceiling and out of the co-op. The ball yeah. flies and flies and flies and flies into the distance way beyond sight. Wow. That could be the new moon. Uh, Ryan, see what you did? I got you that baseball, and now we're going to have a hell of a time finding it. No. Ryan done. Ryan leaving with Stephen and new brothers to make new 
safe co-op. That's true. We got two vans outside and a bunch of boxes of things by the door already packed. Let's go, Ryan. We're leaving. We're leaving. And, and yeah. you know what? I didn't have this month's rent. I lied. No! And the keeper withers to dust. Me <laughs> and spooked. Wow. wow. What a scary story. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> A modern day Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is a little bit body horror. That's not not terrifying. Yeah. Well, I mean, the fingernails coming out of armholes <laughs> is pretty gross. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, uh, on that note, let's uh, do some plugs. Adonis, where can everyone follow you? You can follow me at Adonis Charlie on. Uh, every social media, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, and all the rest. Um, I have a show called High Tea with the Jonas Charlie Wednesdays at 4.30 on Bad Dog Comedy TV. And I recently co-created Canada's first all-black sketch ensemble called Untitled Black Sketch Project. And you could find that troupe at Untitled Black Sketch Project at every social media as well. Nice. Amazing. And yeah, that is such a stacked group in the, in that sketch group. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, it only took 200 years of development, but it's finally ready. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got to say, you don't look a day over 199 Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but we'll be tweeting all of that out at Spooked Podcast, as well as go to the sonarnetwork.com. You'll see a full profile on, on Ajanis with direct links to uh, their social media as well as other episodes they've done on the network. Spooked. 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 This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Thank you.